Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. America. Uh, this is Andy Richter on the three questions, uh, which is a podcast in case you hadn't figured it out. And uh, I am talking today to Cola Scola, the very, very talented, hilariously funny character actor, cabaret star. Thing. I'm a thing. Bon vivant. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Hi. Delightful toy for the eye and ear. <laughs> I just made that one up. That was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded made up. <laughs> well, they're all made up. They're words. It's a first draft. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. know, you know. <laughs> well, uh, where are you? Are you in your apartment in New York City? I am. I'm in Cobble Hill. Gorgeous Cobble Hill. And Should uh, I give my address? Do no, I no, no, no. To... I don't think so. I oh, mean, later, okay. afterwards, after we stop recording, okay, okay. I'd like to... Yeah. I'd like to see it. <laughs> Street uh, view? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to just stand outside holding up a boom box... <laughs> playing i don't know i haven't figured out what's really going to lure you out and into my well heart. we can always add the audio after a- absolutely post At, yeah for, depending on what we can afford um <laughs> let's get into the autobi or the biographical stuff you are uh-huh. a child of the great northwest is that not true? i was yeah, yeah. that's true pacific and, northwest and uh and by the way what is escola what what is the derivation of <laughs> it's finnish Oh, um, really? Wow. It's spelled with, it, it was originally spelled with a K, but my grandfather changed it to a C to spite his father. That's the, that's the story my family tells. Wow. That'll show. I, which is like, yeah. Which makes me wonder if he's gay, because that's a pretty, like, petty gay, gay person <laughs> thing to do. Like, uh, like, oh, maybe he's gay too. Like, maybe that's where I get it. Like, I'll show you. <laughs> now, it, you had a you. I mean, you have a famously tough childhood. You had a famously tough. I, I mean, I like to. I, I love to talk about uh, about it as if it was like um, a made for TV movie. But um, I mean, but it, it was like you know we were very poor. You know, we lived in a, a trailer and then into government housing. My dad was a Vietnam vet who was a raging alcoholic, and yeah. then my mother is a, a sort of a. A lovely alcoholic but um <laughs> uh you know he was like uh he chased us out of our our trailer because he he was hallucinating and thought the government was out after him so and he had a like a gun and 
but I like it sounds only now do I realize like how crazy it was. I remember as a child being excited when that happened because I was like, nothing ever happens around here. <laughs> and I, I was how, like, how we old get to go are, to how grandma's? Old, how old are you at this point? Uh, five. Oh my five God. Years old. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, so thrilled that we got to like live with my grandma and like, you know, my grandma and I like stayed in her guest room and my mom and my brother stayed in my grandma's bedroom. And wow. it was like, I was like, yeah, grandma's my roommate. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it, it, it's, I, um, for dramatic effect, I, I love to, uh, you know, well, and also like in therapy, I, I'm realizing those things do have an effect on you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I've known, and especially being in comedy, we know mm-hmm. so many damaged people that have made, yeah. you know, lemonade out of the lemons. And yeah, but, and you can kind of, I think that minimizing your trauma is, <laughs> is like a level coping. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, ah, oh, that wasn't that big a deal. You know, when I yeah. saw mom hit dad or, or dad yeah. hit mom, I mean, mom hit dad actually probably sure. sort of empowering. <laughs> yeah. But dad yeah. hit mom. You know, I mean, you just, you think yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, it happens. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And then it was, uh, and then you go to college or you get married and everything falls apart. And you, you know, it's a time bomb. <laughs> if you don't, well, that is, if you don't deal with it, you know? if you don't deal with it. And like, but I also, because I'm in, you know, we're in this business of show. Oh, boy. I am, um, I, I don't, I, I often find myself, um, you know, narrativizing the story that way. Like, you know, can't pick myself up by my bootstraps. I came from nothing. We had, we ate our toenails. We were so poor. <laughs> like, like, and I'm just like, also trying not to swing too hard that way. And, and, you know, like sort of, um, masturbating the, the trauma. Yeah. If yeah, that yeah. makes sense. No, that makes um, absolutely. Cause there are people, there are people yeah. that do that and there are people. And that- I would love, I would love to do that. That would make me feel so, like a like a victim who who needs a win, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, you're but too, I'm not the country singer that I, I wish yeah, I was. Too much yeah. self awareness is such a bummer. I uh, hate it uh, when you really when you have a good <laughs> when you have a sound uh, you know a pretty good idea of how you appear to other people. It yeah. really takes the fun out of so uh, much. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now there also, I imagine too. Uh, cause I know from dysfunction of my own family and yeah. my stepfather was an alcoholic and, and mm-hmm. it got, and it got very ugly. And yeah. when he left, it was, it was uh, like, I, I sort of likened it because up till then it, it was regular life, you know, it was, yeah. it was yeah. regular life. But when he left, uh, at, at the time, even I was kind of aware and I was, I think I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. I said to somebody, I said, it's like there was, we were living for years with an air raid siren going off and someone yeah. turned it off. Like we yeah. had been used to this high level of stress and awfulness mm-hmm. and, and, and just kind of grew used to it. So then the absence of it wasn't, it wasn't like a big party. It was just like, Oh, wow. Yeah. That was yeah. nice. That, that, yeah. that, that thing that was causing so much stress. And I don't mean that he was a thing, but I mean, but 
right, you know, right. that that factor in our lives that was so stressful is gone. And oh, yeah, you know, now yeah. we can just be regular dysfunctional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so did you did you then stay with your grandma? That I, we lived with my with my grandma for a while. This oh, because what happened was like my mom got in a, a, a like a. a drunk driving accident where she was the drunk driver and um this was before we left the trailer like um uh and and then she she had to go to rehab um which was you know a very uh memorable christmas (laughs) 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 um you mean because she wasn't there or because no she got to come out for christmas um and so that made it all the more special. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I look back, like uh, on my childhood memories, I'm like, wow, that was a great Christmas because we got to see mom. And then I remember like, yeah, because she was taken away because she was in rehab. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she, um, she, she almost committed vehic- vehicular yeah, manslaughter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Um, then uh, after she got out, she went back, we went, she, we moved back into the, the trailer and that's when things that's, and then a few months later is when my dad did that stuff. And my mom was like, I could do this when I was wasted, but like, I I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. So that's when yeah. we left for good. And then, um, you know, there's, uh, it was like low income housing, but like in a town of like, uh, 1500 people, low-income housing is looks a lot different than it does you know in a major city so it was like a just like a a white trash apartment complex yeah you know there was always always cops there like pulling like topless drunk women off of their you know like greaser boyfriends um we would often go into the dumpster to see like they threw away this perfectly good coffee pot you know, yeah, yeah, like fun, fun things like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, yeah. is every? I, I mean, you're very smart, very insightful, very funny. Are are you? Are your? Is your family like? Are your folks smart and insightful or funny, or are you like a unicorn? <laughs> they, they, they are um, funny and. And and like and smart, like emotionally intelligent. I think being gay added an extra element of like outsiderness that that maybe gave me a perspective that yeah they just didn't have. But they like you know they there's they, we still have the same sense of humor. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like Wait. they get it. Yeah, which is again yeah. a really wonderful coping mechanism. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and can be yeah. such a great collective one. So yeah, I, and are you in the same schools when this happens, or do you have to change? Towns? Yes, same yeah, yeah. same schools, and um, but you know, in in like small towns like that, everyone, uh, especially like really depressed, poor ones, like the everyone has like family, like weird dysfunction, and everyone yeah. knows about everyone's absolutely know. yeah no and did, did you grow up in a, a small small like yeah you know? yeah yeah um it was a town called yorkville which is west of chicago that was mm-hmm. when i grew up there 
it was I mean, now it's kind of been absorbed by the suburban sprawl pushing outwards. Yeah. But when I grew up there, it was still pretty much a a the the big it was a farm town and then there was also a caterpillar tractor factory that employed a lot of people. <laughs> so that was like it was kind of a combo of that and but I mean yeah. but also, you know, Regular. Yeah, our town was like built uh, for a, a paper mill to yeah, exist. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, the the town had it was a it was just a farm town, and as things just yeah. got bigger, it got bigger. And when I was mm-hmm. a kid, there were two stop, there were two traffic lights. I think maybe yeah. three. Yeah, one at the mm-hmm. end of town, one in the middle of town, and one at the other end of town. Mm-hmm. And and when we got a McDonald's, uh, people people went and waited before six a.m. for it to open up. Like we were. I remember oh, getting in. We have the same thing for our first and only chain restaurant still in that town is Subway. Yeah. And the day it opened, it was like everyone in town because it was like they were giving out free sandwiches on the first day. And so okay. it was like, <laughs> we'll wait for seven hours for that four dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Inch. Right, yeah. right. For that cold sub. Yeah. <laughs> on yoga, on yoga mat bread. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that it was it was pretty small. It was pretty yeah. small. And and there was a lot of the same kind of I mean it was there was no there were like maybe two rich people and they were yeah. and they two rich families and they were wealthy people from Chicago that wanted to start horse farms. So oh, they ca- okay. you know what I mean they moved out and they had and the American they, dream. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Leave yeah. the city to start a horse farm. To start yeah. your horse farm. Yeah, to, to <laughs> you know like to have these really expensive pets. And uh, yeah. And and but everybody else the closest you know was kind of middle class, you know. And yeah. but then there were also there was the same thing. There were like there were definitely kids that were that who were very poor and you know and yeah. like yeah. And, like there was a boy that I went to school with whose whose family lived in a house that his father had built and they lived in a tent while he built the house and the uh-huh. house was always uh heated by a wood stove. So he uh-huh. always so everyone So he smelled like he smelled like a campfire all the yeah. time. And and you know, and just like that that was kind of you know, the yeah. thing or you know, or just like the casual racism of, sure. of people, you know, like kids yeah. at school saying the N word just because. Yeah, they it's thought shocking. That, yeah. No, no, because they thought oh, really? that's, that's what black people. Oh, called. that's what people. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. That was the only word they ever heard in reference to black people. So, yeah, you know, so would say it very matter of factly and be somewhat stunned <laughs> when they were corrected. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And um but yeah, it was it was kind of the same thing. But I mean, but my my family was because my grandfather, my mom's dad, was there from actually the his name was Glenn Palmer, and mm-hmm. the Palmer land prior to that being Palmer land, his father's land, it was Blackhawk Indian land. So he, oh. they were like the first white people to start a farm there. And mm-hmm. he got a huge tract of land, and then and then it just it it created a, uh, a two or three generations of very lazy people because all they did was they raised hogs and chickens for show, and then sold mm-hmm. land. They would sell off a big chunk of their farmland and then live mm-hmm. on it for five years. You know, not live, but 
you know. Right, right. And my, yeah, but and like my grandpa, by the time he, you know, he was uh, an adult, uh, he he they'd run out of land, so he <laughs> he sold in uh, he sold insurance, he sold real estate, and and yeah. re, you know, and they just bought. He just sold, and he didn't have to sell it because people just liked him. So that you know, it just was an income for him. <laughs> but, That's funny. Yeah, like sure, well, but hey, well, I like yeah. I'll, yeah, all right, I I'll mean, take an acre. Yeah, I guess if I die, I want my kids to have some money. Um, <laughs> now, did are is it is is being gay in that in that environment? any different or any more difficult or easier than you think if it would, if you hadn't been in kind of under the stress of that, you know, poverty and. You know, like, um, uh, like all small towns, like where you know, everybody, it's like pretty, this is a line from the Laramie project, but like, it's pretty much live and let live. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, but truly like people aren't like, (gasps) that's a gay guy. They're like, Oh, that's, that's Steve and Chris's son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I, I think I felt more, um, uh, shame about it because of like cultural and, you know, societal implications than I did like right. being directly like made to feel unsafe. I mean, I was always called like, fag or or like why do you act like a girl and um things like that but i i i didn't really like they didn't register to me as like insults yeah yeah because yeah. you just get you you get used to yeah. the abuse yeah and, and and also like everyone had the their like their like uh, pejorative you know like Oh, she's slut. He's fat. That's fag. Like yeah. everyone was like, <laughs> it was just yeah. like no one was no one was safe. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great if like there was one kid that was just really kind, and that was his pejorative. <laughs> yeah, he's real fucking kind and nice. <laughs> hey, yeah, you got some compliments for me today, Mister Nice Guy. Hey, I got problems. You want to understand them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, and I I think too that I also think too that kid that the uh, my I have a I have a, a my oldest boy my my I have two kids. My son is gay, mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. and he came out to us when he was eleven, and I just think it's just wow, it's just an easier way. Yeah. It's it, and that isn't because of hooray for me and my ex-wife. It's just because a we live in Los Angeles, and yeah, it just yeah. there's no, you know, at, and like at my son's school, somebody. I had a dad once ask me about the school, and I think he was asking me, and he didn't know that my son was gay, but I think mm-hmm. he was asking me in coded terms about yeah. like how will my gay son do at this school? You know? Yeah. But he was saying, cause yeah. he's like, he's a little bit different, you know, he's not oh, like yeah, a real, yeah, yeah. like it's jock or anything, you know? Yeah. And he said, and, and I just kind of cut to the chat. I didn't say, but I just said, I <clears throat> right, said, right. I said, it's impossible to be a bully at my son's school. There's yeah, no yeah. tolerance for it. There's, you know, yeah. and the kids even know, you know, mm-hmm. in fact, my son told me once when he was, He's probably 12, 13, something like that. 
and he was at a table with a bunch of kids. And I don't think he'd made his sexuality known any more than right. like 11, 12 year olds have yeah, formed right. sexuality. They're all kind of gel like at that age. <laughs> and uh, but he said that he was talking to some he was at a table talking to some boys and that they started to say, like, oh, that's so gay. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. fucking gay. And my yeah. son told me about he said that he actually went like, what's wrong with gay? Like, you have a problem with gay? And the boys were like, no, I guess not. And they're like, well, then why would you say it like that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, good point. You know, and yeah, I was, I was so, so proud. I was so proud of him, you know, <laughs> just to be brave I, enough to do that. I think uh, I, I remember when I came out at 17 and I remember like one of the first times someone called me like uh, as a, you know, as an insult called me gay. And I was like, yeah, I am. And they were just like, oh, uh, Oh, like, because to them, they are not thinking like, um, they're gay and that's bad. They're thinking like, what's, what's a bad word I can, what's something mean I can say. Yeah. What's going to make them feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, that's, that's, yeah, I am gay. And then they're like, oh, fuck, what else is there? I know. (laughs) I know. It's such a, it's such a simple mechanism. Like, yeah. Like I remember years ago when. There was before there were sort of chat groups or or Twitter. People had mm-hmm. these inner these sort of like website email things where they would yeah. be, just be an invited group of people, and there was one for comedy showbiz people. And mm-hmm. there was there was a guy who just had a baby. He's an a- actor director guy. His he had his first child, and somebody and I think it was some a gay person. When mm-hmm. he posted it, he posted a picture of like the newborn and and, I, and it was a gay person that went like, oh my God, that kid is such a fag. Like about, <laughs> about this newborn baby. <laughs> and, I think uh, that's funny. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. It's, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, like, and he got so mad. He got so oh, mad no. that he quit the no. thing. And like, and I taught, I saw him later and I was like, you know what? There's a good part, you know, that kid yeah. might be gay. So what's the big yeah. deal? Like. Yeah, that's like saying, man, that kid sure is white. You know, it's like, yeah, or yeah. or like, it's just funny to ascribe a, a personality to a to baby. Like, oh, it's the to best. a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's. I so love. Funny. I love. I love saying things to like baby, like, <laughs> like. Uh, I mean, to just you know, like, a, like to yeah. talk to somebody's baby and go like, this He's kid toxic. is really fucking rude. Like, <laughs> like, he won't even look me in the eye. What the? What? Are, your kid's an asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. You know. It's one of the last last few uh, jokes. Make fun of babies. They're the best. <laughs> to make fun of babies. They're like it's like making fun of cats. You know how you can yeah, like exactly a cutaway yeah. reaction shot of a cat. A baby's the, just the same <laughs> thing. You know. Yeah. You're accused of murder, and then cut to just like day. <laughs> Um, it's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now are you you're doing uh, you did do theater pretty early, right? You knew that mm-hmm. like you were drawn to the stage. Yeah. There was this. Um, I don't know if they even exist anymore, but there's this company called Missoula Children's Theater, and it would be uh, two adult actors would uh, come to town, and auditions were on Monday after school. Already, the show was on. This sounds really problematic. <laughs> is there a van? The show was on on Saturday. There, yeah. there was. They lived out of it. Oh boy. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the auditions were Monday. The show was on Saturday, and oh, then they wow. like the then the show was you know 
gone. And it was the best and most heartbreaking week of my life every year. Like, like, because that was all, you know, that was the only theater or anything that I was interested in. Um, uh, were were those shows and then on Saturday like watching those adult actors leave and and just being like please take me with you <laughs> <laughs> and um and now I think God I would never take that gig but <laughs> yeah 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 oh, I know <laughs> but um it was really that's how I I got started yeah was Missoula Children's Theater yeah yeah um are you are you like, are you coping very well during this time? I mean, you, you know, are you yeah. happy? Are you friendly? Are you got kid, friends, you know? I, I love, I'm a big phone talker. I love talking on the phone. I love talking on the phone for, like, hours. Yeah. I love even just, like, sitting on the phone and watching TV and, like, forgetting I'm even on the phone. Like, yeah, that's that just is, one of my... It, it can be really fun. Yeah. And it it seems so old-timey now. It's so it weird does. to talk to somebody on the phone now. It's... Yeah, yeah. It, it's so I, I, it's sort of a recent like only in the past, like four or five years that I've I started doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really like <laughs> I feel like it's so weird when I'll talk to my friends. I'm like, you guys, you have to start talking on the phone. It's crazy. It's so fun. <laughs> and people are like, just text me. Yeah. I know. And I and yeah. But I... for me, I feel like texting is is much harder it takes longer it's like whenever you're texting it's always like you're stepping away from something else and so it's like you know I, i'll i'll be pressing play on a tv show playing it for like 10 seconds get a text like oh pause or let me respond to this and then like it, it, it's just yeah, like yeah. a nightmare to me yeah. yeah i also think too there, like there's especially if if something's more than a question meet, meet me there at three or whatever yeah. you know simple yeah i want to speak it because i think there's somewhere in my mind that uh pushing the buttons and texting is like manual labor it's like work yeah you know it does feel Whereas if it i just talk to you then we're just living and talking yeah. and you know and sharing yeah. and yeah but but i also can see there are times there, there are people that are where i feel like oh yeah just just text like, me just, just text. please just text me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can you know I, I yeah, it's, it's a lot quicker if you just text. That's me. true. Yeah, I mean, I have like four, maybe four. I have two people that I talk to every day, but maybe four friends in general that I, I talk to a lot. Yeah, on the phone, yeah. and it's, uh, that's really like um, a tool that's that I've picked up, especially yeah. during this time. I prefer, and, um, and I yeah. prefer to zoom. I don't like. I feel. Oh like, yeah, because you can walk around. You don't have to worry how you look. You don't have to. You know, yeah. If you're quiet, also if you're quiet, you can go to the bathroom, me. you know, <laughs> yeah. if you're careful, yeah. you know, if you're careful, like if you just, if you pee, not on the water, but on the, and you sit down to pee and you right. pee on the, the right, the, exactly. And if yeah. you, and if you like, now if you, you got to poop, that's a risk. It's a risk, don't know but it, it can be done. And it, it's depending <laughs> on the, on the person, you know, and, yeah. uh, you might have to, and hit, what you've eaten, you might have to hit mute once yeah. or twice. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. there's, and then there's the, you know, you, you get all, all gathered, you you gather yourself and then, <laughs> and then there's the flush and the dart, you know, like, you oh, flush and <laughs> run, run. So like to get away from the sound of the flushing as quickly as you can. I, I mean, I did it this morning before, before <laughs> coming here. 
<laughs> I was on the phone with a friend, and I did the the flush and dart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, no! That was uh, that was a, a street sweeper. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What is that? Oh, the garbage truck is just. Uh, sorry, you you were saying. <laughs> So, but I love doing chores on the phone too. Like yeah. that, it really helps me to like anytime I have to do the dishes. I think, Ugh. yeah. Oh, but if I'm on the phone with someone, then it's it's like a it almost feels like a group activity. Yep, and that's you where know? the headset. I see. I have the exact yeah. same headphones that headphones. you're that you're wearing, and I uh, yeah. when I'm on the phone, it's it's good because like especially talking to my mom, it's kind of yeah. like. It's a, it's it's like it's like uh, I got it, you know. She needs some yeah. time, and I give her some time, but I get some stuff done during, you know, while I'm yeah. while I'm hearing the symptoms. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So when you what when do you head out on your own? Well, I um. So uh, you know, I got involved in drama club, and then through and and the drama club was run by this guy who worked at the mill all day. Oh wow! And then would just volunteer, like, uh, at, in the evenings um, to like help us put on plays. And I'm like, I could cry thinking about that. Yeah, that yeah. Guy, just because, a, like, yeah, yeah. It just opened up my you know my whole world. That's like where I made like my childhood best friends and um, that I still am in touch with. And I, um, but anyway, I, I, there was, so the town that I'm from is like 1500 people. There's a town 20 miles away, Longview, which is, you know, a bigger 20,000 people. That's where Walmart is. That's where the malls are. Yeah. That's like where you go if you want. Similar culture. Si- similar, yeah. similar situation with my town. We didn't go to Chicago. Yeah. We went to Aurora. And Aurora, oh, okay. Aurora was like a, it started as like a mill town because it had a river yeah. and yeah, and, but it's you know it's like a medium sized uh, yeah, and now pretty depressed midwestern city yeah but, but yeah that yeah, we never the notion of like going to the city to go shopping yeah. was that meant Aurora that was like that's what oh, the yeah. mall was yeah 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 so that I, I ended up like there were um, like summer camp theater programs there and I I did like. A play there. It was sort of similar to Missoula Children's Theater in that there were two adult actors, and then all the rest of the actors were kids. And one of the actors was this woman, an actress named Joan Mankin, who lived in San Francisco and taught at a performing arts high school. And she invited me to come live with her and go to that performing arts school in San and Francisco. In San Francisco. Wow. And um, my mom said no, and I was. I, I I could have murdered her. I yeah. could have murdered her. But I mean, of course I understand why. But then <clears throat> sort of the um the compromise we made was that I got to move in with my cousin in Longview to go to a bigger school where they had theater classes and like they did musicals. Cause in, in Klatsk and I where I'm from, like we did plays, but we never did musicals. And yeah. like so that was I left, I did that when I was 16. I moved out um, and um, sort of was half independent, half not, Yeah, you know. And then... Um, Were you happy with that or was it a, was it tough? Like, wh- Oh, I I loved it. Like, looking back, there, there were, like, I didn't have, uh, like, role models for, like, being an adult, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I didn't... 
because I know, they were, you know, I, all I the know adults. What you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were all working, you know? Yeah. The, like, even my cousin was an OBGYN, like, worked the night shift, so we never crossed paths, like, ever, really. And, like, so, uh, I didn't know that there was anything different, like that there would could be someone setting an example and helping me with things. Um, but I was also like, I don't think I wanted help. I was really independent and like, fuck you. Like, like my cousin even like imposed <clears throat> for the first time in my life, I had a curfew <clears throat> of 10 PM. And my, um, I did not take to that very well. Yeah. Like, as soon as he left for work at 10.30 p.m., like, I would come home at 9.55. As soon as he left for work at 10.30, I was out. Like, Yeah, yeah. I don't know where, like, the grocery store with my friends to, like, buy bread because <laughs> it was yeah, half yeah. off. Absolutely, yeah. You know, like. Yeah, there wasn't was, anything then, like, to do, yeah. We would we would buy donuts and feed them to the ducks and thought it was hilarious that ducks were eating donuts. <laughs> like, that was the kind of, like mischief we yeah, got into yeah like, yeah fuck your curfew man we're feeding donuts to ducks <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my we my brother and i have a brother that's old three years older and we never had a curfew but all my brother's friends did and what that amounted mm-hmm. to was that when my brother was bored he'd go home and yeah. then or and then his friends would end up coming with him and staying at our house until literal, like if it took seven minutes to get home, it would be seven yeah. minutes before they had to be home. And it, yeah. even at, at a, as a child, it was like, oh, I see how this this is dumb. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, like, unless it's arbitrary. Yeah, yeah, unless your kid's a maniac, you know, yeah. who's a, a firebug or something. Let yeah. him, you know, they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna. <laughs> and also, I mean, as a parent, it's like you gotta let the. You need to let them start self-regulating soon. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, early. And and mm-hmm. also, I the one thing that I took out of my childhood that I tried to do differently is is that just the feeling of like being listened to and being respected. Yeah, you, you know, like just not that feeling. Just do it because I told you to. Like, uh-huh. like oh, yeah. I'll, here I'll tell you why you got to do it. You know, like yeah. or or what do you want? And then listening yeah. to what you want, yeah. and and you know working something out. Um, so, uh, say I sort of had the opposite, which was like, like do whatever you want, just leave me alone. Oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> just like I, I, honey, I, I'm tired. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. you yeah, know, yeah. Like, it was that sort of thing. Like, okay, well, all right, I'll well, figure something out. Fine. <laughs> I guess you. I'll go get some donuts. Yeah, I I was always trying to come up with ways to, like, make money before I was old enough to work. Like, my friends, I I had, like, two two friends, one who was also gay and one who was just really loud and everyone hated. And so she was, (laughs) by default, like, with the gay guys. Um, And the three of us would, like, we would go door to door asking if people needed anything, like, done. Right. (laughs) Like anything like for money um and then but my favorite enterprise we came up with was like it it would snow like one or two days a year there like barely anything but um when it snowed we would go door to door and offer to build snowmans in people's yards for money (laughs) as if like oh thank god thank god you can take that off my plate our yard is so empty (laughs) 
and I have all these carrots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and so you graduate. Is it college I, in your future? Or? Well, yeah, I um, uh, when I came out at seventeen, I I made other like gay friends in this slightly bigger town, and then on weekends there was this underage club called the Escape in Portland, Oregon. Wow. And so it was like an hour drive away. So we would go there. And that's when I met my high school, my first boyfriend. And um, he lived in Portland and he would drive down to Longview every Friday after school, pick me up, take me to Portland and drive me back on Sundays, like at, you know, in in the evening. But yeah. like, so he was a year ahead of me in school and he went to NYU. And so I had, you know, I'd always wanted to, live in new york but it was just like it never occurred to me that i could like yeah, it was just like, like living on oh, the moon seems nice yeah it's, yeah. It, yeah 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 like how do i even get that like yeah how do i even buy a plane ticket yeah um but being um you know so alone and codependent and very you know like much in love like a teenager in love in this relationship it was like i will find a way to be near him <laughs> And like, um, thank God, because that's what yeah, led me yeah. to New York. And, and that's when I, I came here and I went to school for a year. I lived at the 92nd Street Y. <laughs> um, that's where the school's dorms were for some reason. Yeah. And we got to see the lectures for free. So I was, you know, that's how I met Marion Saldis. Oh, well, that's right. <laughs> nice. Gleason, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Sure. And uh, and I imagine that uh, as most wise are, it's a hotbed of sex, right? Yes, the, oh, yeah. the 92nd Street Y. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an ongoing orgy, you know, yes. with, mm -hmm. uh, with all, you know, the great Andrea Dworkin showing in. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, now, did you... Did you drop out of high school or you mean after you graduated as a senior? After I graduated as a senior, I applied to every school in New York. I went to the one that accepted me, um, which Marymount Manhattan College. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I went for a year. I liked it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was insanely expensive. I couldn't even afford to take out like uh, my like we got rejected for loans. And so like there was just no way for me to keep going yeah yeah. so i um so my options were like move back home and like go to a you know state school or a, a community college or like go back to new york and just like work become <clears throat> become a cabaret star become a cabaret star yeah and so that's and that's what i did yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah. and and is and is there any pushback from anybody that to stay home or they're just like you're no you're you're grown and you're up and you're out and but again it's like it was just like leave i don't we can't leave me alone like yeah, yeah. i don't have i don't know what to tell you i don't yeah. i can't afford it like <laughs> but i love you yeah yeah and have fun Do yeah you, was was part of it like was your gayness too much was it kind of just like I it was know. too much for me like everyone <laughs> everyone else was like f fine with it it was yeah. just like i i was going crazy i was like and as, especially after then being in New York for a year, like the thought of going, you know, from New York back oh. to Klatskanai, Oregon, it oh. was like, there's, there's no way in hell. I can't even yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then I, I came back and I 
was miserable for many years, and then uh, now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Not miserable. Yeah. Just yeah. this morning, it, yeah. it, it changed. It, it, it clicked. Yeah, yeah. I finally now, got that eight hours I needed. <laughs> now, what, what do you, I mean, do you come back and is it just like, well, let's see how it goes. Are you still with your boyfriend at this point? No, no, no. We broke up before I even got to New York. Oh, my gosh. But I had been accepted into the school. So I was like, well, I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah. I guess I'll just follow through with it. Right. And also it's New York still. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure yeah. that you were yeah. excited about that. Yes. Yeah. Was, it, so was, I, was that transition difficult? Was like. Clax, no. whatever to what is it? How is it? How do you say it? Klatskanai. Klatskanai. Birthplace of Raymond Carver. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raymond Burr. Okay. Raymond Burr. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, Klatskanai. Uh, to to yeah. Longview to New York. Do you get to New York? Yeah. And are you are you frightened? Are you? Well, as I'm sure you know, like you're you might be somewhat familiar with the upper east side like yes it's not exactly like a oh my god i'm overwhelmed <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, neighbor, yeah and because the school was on the upper east side and you know you just never think to like go venture further. out yeah, of the little yeah. you know i mean even now i i haven't been to manhattan since march like because yeah. of the the pandemic and i'm i don't need to right so um uh like it was just like a, a. It felt right to me. I was like, "Yeah, this is where, this is the everything's open, twenty four yeah. hours, yeah, just like me." Right. Um, so I, and there's and it's yeah. the Upper East Side, so there's lots of elderly people. There's which lots you're used of to. fun elderly. People. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some pretty good German restaurants. Uh, yeah, or at mm-hmm. least there used to be. I don't know. There's a lot of. Them <laughs> I don't think there are anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of bridge and tunnely. Like, is it in terms yeah. of the nightlife scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so when you get back, what do you do? You stay in that neighborhood? What? Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I moved to Spanish Harlem um, with some other people that were in that I had met through college, and I, yeah. I worked at a children's bookstore um, for like wages that like no one should have to live off of, and you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you're young and. And, and not that I'm old, but like, you know, I was 19. So yeah. it was, uh, it felt normal to me to like walk 103 blocks to work to save the $2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I could buy falafel afterwards. You right, know? right. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and how do you start performing in New York? How do you kind of get into that? My, that, uh, that wasp's nest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, I never considered that I could be a performer. Like as soon as I got to New York, I was like, you know, because all I really saw of performance was like the theater program at this college and um, college theater programs are not very enticing um, or they weren't very enticing to me. I was like, I agree. That's not something I want to be a part of. I, I always, you know, Charles Grodin, who's, Mm -hmm. I mean, take, whatever you want about Charles Grodin, but he wrote, he wrote a very funny, his first memoir, mm-hmm. uh, is, but he recounted going to theater classes and, yeah. and like being, the teachers just being infuriated because he constantly would say, why? Like they would give an exercise <laughs> and he'd be like, why? What does that have yeah. to do with learning lines? What does that have to yeah. do with knowing blocking? And yeah. I, when I, the few theater 
I'm making air quotes classes yeah. that I took. Uh, I just, I was so struck by that. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah, there, it was very, it seemed very cult-like to me. Yeah. Um, like one of the, I, I did a show there through a student theater production because it was the only way I would be allowed. Like I either had, I didn't want to go home for the winter holiday. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to stay in the dorm. The only way I could do that was to either take a class and it was too late to enroll or be in a, some sort of production. Yeah. So I auditioned and I was like, I need this job. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) you don't understand. Yeah, but I was just really, like, confused by, like, all of these weird rules that, like, everyone had agreed because of, like, one guy, like, the head of the theater department was like, oh, you're, like, don't ever look up. <laughs> like, like, that. I remember that was one of the rules, like, don't ever look up. Don't look up. On like, stage? You can, like, look, yeah, yeah. Like, don't look up. I don't remember why. I, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that he had like some explanation, but like, I just remember thinking like, I don't like theater. I yeah. don't like performing. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, yeah, like, yeah. oh, a good thing to do when I'm getting on stage, especially you know, like not being that used to being on stage, is to fill my head with a lot of bullshit chores. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. What is it that? Felt do? very like stifling and yeah, like yeah. constricting and like, uh, yeah. So I, I I also think there's an aspect to, and and it, it's the way people who are in teaching people how to act in that kind of more classic kind of way, I think that their rationale for it and the way that they would defend themselves is that you it's getting you out of your head, like yeah, having you be a tree or embody yeah. the the notion of you know whatever you know hunger. Uh, get on stage and be hunger you know i think it's just to make you forget about yourself but but, it can have the opposite effect yeah Yeah. and i uh, and i also think about i also think and this is just from my experience with acting and my acting is that i've done is almost all film and television acting Mm -hmm. but you you don't forget about yourself like you got to kind of like you, you need to be in control of yourself yeah. and think yeah. about what you're doing and make choices, not just be yeah. like some free flowing thing. And that was always, and it also felt very mind fucky and very yeah. like, like I, I had so many, there were so many sort of teachers that were teaching acting that it just felt like you just like telling kids Power. what to do. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. always, it always seemed like it was kind of creepily sexually charged of you know yeah dumb or even just like yeah political like like you will not get the lead this year like it it was very political and it was like she promised me if we did wild party (laughs) that i would get to play queenie yeah and like you know like and then she did that to teach you a lesson about expectations and it's like what are you learned yeah 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 it's like why do you need this little puppet theater right of humans. Right. We're not writing a play. We're performing plays. Yeah. Yeah. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hi, I'm comedian Eliza Schlesinger, and I've got my podcast, Ask Eliza Anything, where you can submit me your burning life questions, and I will give you real advice. Go to Denver, be young, get you a black lab named Bailey, and she'll be like, well, then just have it anyway, and then you'll be like, it tastes like blood, please don't... We moved. We moved and my husband died. I'm not here. I died too. You know, when people's like, happy holidays from the Thompsons. What they're really saying is, look how great we look. We're all still alive. And we're all wearing blue jeans. You're looking at us. Listen to Ask Eliza Anything wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John Lovett, host of Love It or Leave It. Every week, I'm joined live on stage by incredible guests to break down the biggest and dumbest stories in politics and pop culture. And now, because there's too much news for just one show, join me and my friends, also known as beloved producers who have to be there, every Tuesday for a rundown of the latest headlines to help get you through another flawless week in our perfect society. Listen to episodes of Love It or Leave It wherever you get your podcasts, or catch the funniest moments on the Love It or Leave It YouTube channel. I'm Phoebe Judge, host of the podcast, This Is Love. Stories about love and all of the surprising forms it can take. Like a man who finds a baby on a subway platform. A woman who spends most of her time alone until a fox starts coming around. And in one of my favorite episodes, we meet a man who forgot his wife and had to get to know her and fall in love all over again. Listen to new episodes of This Is Love wherever you get your podcasts. Can't you tell my loves are growing? So anyway, New York, you start performing. Yeah. What? How do I you start get performing? the nerve? I, uh, my um, I, I started making YouTube videos with a friend of mine, uh-huh. and that was, and he he was really like the motivate, like my friend Jeffrey Self, who was, yeah, he would be like, come over, um, let's do this, this, and, and I would just, and then we were just having fun, yeah, making YouTube videos. What year? Then is this? we thought this was two thousand seven. Okay. And then we, we were like, we need to like, what? Maybe we can make money if we do like a live show. Yeah. And so, we we started performing in the 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 basement underneath the Daryl Roth Theater in Union Square, and mm-hmm. we did like a a live show, like a live sitcom sort of thing. And then we um, then we did a show at Joe's Pub, and then executives from Logo the logo network happened to be there and they were like, um, basically said, we want you to like make something for us. And they asked us to make like 30 minute vlogs for their like website. And uh-huh. we, we said like, we'd rather, uh-huh. we were like, <laughs> let's make a sketch. Let's make a sketch show. So we like yeah. filmed it all on, you know, the laptop camera and um, edited it in iMovie. Like, you know, costumes were like a, a jacket as hair yeah you know yeah, like yeah. like children playing around and we turned it in and they were like great we love this we're gonna put it on the air and so we got a our, our we had a sketch show on fridays at midnight on logo do they we give made, you more money or do they just no yeah yeah that's not, fantastic no. i we knew made it. like oh yeah yeah a thousand dollars total for six episodes of television no fucking way yeah shame on you logo shame on you in their i don't want to say defense but like the next season we then had like a a a more normal television deal like but we were so excited we'd never done anything before and like i wouldn't 
I wouldn't change it. Like I would have, I would still take that thousand dollars and be like, you know what? This is actually a good start. And this Absolutely. will be more valuable than I understand that side yeah. of it, but still they know. Also, better. Yeah. They of know course, better. That's they knew that. Yeah. We felt that way. So when they, they were like, when they hire you to do a vlog and yeah. then they get this, they, it's, they're not naive. They, they're sitting yeah. in that room, looking at this stuff and going, holy shit, this is arable. Wow, yeah. what a bargain we just made. Yeah. Because don't tell these young, impressionable, hungry kids yeah. that yeah. they deserve more, you know? Yeah. We yeah. did it. After the, I worked with the Real Life Brady Bunch, which, which is run mm-hmm. by Jill Soloway, who's now Joey Soloway and yeah. his sister, Faith. Yeah. We did this pilot for MTV, a sketch comedy that was just mm-hmm. a bunch of us from Chicago that had been together at the Annoyance Theater and Brady Bunch. And they paid us so little and we had no like we had no leverage in the thing or anything. Yeah. And the deal going forward for all of us, no, I think maybe nine or ten of us. I just I realized like if this show gets picked up, I'm gonna have to bartend. And I'm yeah. gonna very potentially be standing behind a bar with my the sketch show that's on a national network behind me. And people yeah. will be like, when did you do that? And like, oh, no, I, I actually have a 6 a.m. call time tomorrow. Yeah, that's and how I, it was. Yeah. yeah. I was working at, um like, the, the, the day the show premiered, I had to pick up a shift at the bakery. And I remember feeling like, um sort of like enjoying the fact that it was like unjust. In yeah. My mind. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, here I am in this bakery. And little do these idiots know that I have a television show premiere tonight. <laughs> I shouldn't be covered in flour. I should be covered in glitter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, but then, you know, then that begot like, you know, more performance connections and blah, 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 you know, slowly and surely a career happened. Yeah. And also, well, you also, I think, uh, because you are such a, such a funny, 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 funny person and such a talented person that Thank you, you get to meet. You're welcome. Um, you get to, you know, then you're like, you become pals with Bridget Everett and you become par- yeah. pals with Amy Sedaris and you get, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. how, that's how like the happiest kind of show business Absolutely. happens, you know? Yeah. Bridget, I met early on and like, like, <laughs> uh, I think I first met her at this show that she did at a gay bar on Sunday nights, yeah, very hopping for us for a gay bar. It was during a <laughs> blizzard, and me and Jeffrey and our friend who was the DJ were like were the only people there. And um, she still did her songs, and it was like, it was like I just remember being like, "Wow, this is I this lady is I want to be her friend." Oh, she uh, I, I, yeah, I, it's a cliche, but yeah, force of yeah. nature. Yeah, she's, yes, yeah, yeah, she's really there. She's she is 100% herself, uh, yeah. you know, and that's great. Yeah. Um, Horrible person. Listen, Horrible person. I know, I know. No, but- she doesn't tip. <laughs> <laughs> Puts cigarettes out in journalists' ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yep. So, but then, when, how does that transform into then you, like, doing a solo show? Like, because your show that- helped. I'm stuck. That was the yeah. One. That I, was I, that I at started, Joe's pub. No, I, I started doing that at the duplex. Okay. Um, 
and it was like it it was after Jeffrey uh, after two seasons of our um uh, you know lo-fi sketch show he moved to LA and then I was I had never like he, doing stuff with him I had never performed on my own before and so I um for a few years I did like I sort of floundered I did some regional theater I did some cabaret, but I really don't like singing. And it's, I, I think singing is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, or it makes me feel embarrassed. I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. like, no, I, know. I don't watch people sing and go like, oh my God. I feel, but, the, um, I feel the same way about like real acting. Like when I have yeah. to be like, say a line that I just think is <laughs> like that. Uh, it's just, yeah. just, I feel just like I, whenever Your I've done crawls. drama. Yeah. there yeah. I've done, I've done, I mean, I've done good drama, not a lot of yeah. drama, but, yeah. but there's been some like just regular old TV drama that I've been yeah. in that I feel is like so much more embarrassing than like <laughs> showing my asshole, you know, yeah. to oh, a yeah. group of senior citizens. My- yeah. Absolutely. Then, you know. then like cry and say like, mom, mom just died. Like I, I would rather, I would rather the yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um so then. You get back to New York and you decide I'm going to, you know. Well, I, I yeah. So I, w- I was here and then I, I, um, I, I just knew that there was something like I, w- I just felt like I know I can do something yeah. that I'm not doing right now. Like I know, but I, I couldn't find anywhere to do it. Like for some reason, like Second City and, and things like that or, or Upright Citizens Brigade all seemed Un, again, like that same mentality of like, oh, that's well, that they wouldn't take me. So um, let's figure something else out. Yeah. Um, but do you really I, think yeah. they would? Do you really think they wouldn't take you, or do you think? Well, no, they would take anyone who could pay the yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the price of admission. Right. But like, and maybe I would have like loved it and like blossomed, but it just didn't seem like because I didn't have any connections there. And at this point, all of my work and stuff came from like just like my friends that I was having fun with. Yeah. Um, I, I, but, but anyway, I, I was like, I just decided to challenge myself, um, to write, uh, an hour long show, a new hour every month. Um, and, and that's sort of how I started. Wow. Finding my, what I like to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's, to make that challenge of yourself is really uh, admirable. It was, it was one of like the um, funnest times. Like I think on my deathbed, I'll be like, I'll think I'll be thinking about those yeah. performances yeah. more than you know. And when you put that pressure on yourself and that deadline on yourself, talk about taking the pressure. You know, taking the pressure yeah. off. Like you have no choice. Yeah. Like you got to. Yeah. You know, you got to make. There, the, you got to make the donuts. You know that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It was also like. I decided to do it because the duplex let you keep a hundred percent of the door. They just made money off of the two drink minimum. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I charge, you know, $8 and there's 70 people like, that's a little something to help with rent. Like, yeah, it was also a, I, I just, because I had done shows other places and I, you know, there's always a door split and I would, you know, get the check and I would be like, huh? I know. Wait, it was sold out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can buy. I and I can buy. 30th? Yeah, I can buy a <laughs> yeah. pizza. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was one aspect of it that I I enjoyed like Yeah. Yeah. And then um uh that led to like um you know after doing that for like 3 years I had all this material most of it not good but like I had enough to like create a a good show that I was proud of mm-hmm. and that's like a show that I then I did it at Joe's pub and then I took it on tour and then I um uh then I sort of wrote uh, I I sort of went for my B-sides and created a new show out of that yeah and then and then I um recently in in quarantine, I filmed a, a a special by myself, um, and put it on YouTube. And is um, that is that stuff from the shows? Yeah, that's okay. all from the shows. Oh, okay. And it's yeah. holy shit, that was funny. Oh, my, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I I I think I saw it the night it came out or something, and my kids and uh-huh. I all, the three of us, watched it. Oh, that and, makes me. Oh, so happy. it was so so funny. And thanks. And the closing number, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but they should look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and just as they say as they say watch to the end because the closing yeah. number i think we rewound and watched it five times you oh know? thank you yeah yeah i i'm really it's it's really like um something i'm really proud of because it's i i when i was doing the show i wanted to um i was like i'd love to preserve this somehow yeah but it didn't feel right to film it because on stage, I'm in my underwear. I'm doing the costume changes, like, in front of people. Right. It's very, like, messy. And something about, like, filming a stage version of it felt, like, unbelievable. Like, it would be too, like, like well, you clearly had a budget to film this. Why are you doing it like this? I understand that, yeah. And so then when the, the, I, the lockdown happened, I was like, oh, it actually would make much more sense if I filmed this all by myself in my apartment. Yeah. And yeah. And it, I've, I feel really good about like that. I can be like there. Here's the proof of the work that I did. for Yes. These years. And it also yeah. has helped because the circumstances of it, mm-hmm. like you said, in this case, the circumstances are a direct link to the motivation of the thing, yeah. you know, yeah. whereas you're right. If you're like, there's so many things that you see. It's like, well, why are you know? Like, you have yeah. money. You can, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't need yeah. to do this. I'm and, not buying that. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's just not. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't buy that. That's like such yeah. a ba- bottom line thing of of what I my main critique was so much of show business is like I don't yeah. buy that with people yeah. stand up. I I don't buy that. Yeah. it just takes right. me out of it. And then I, what, I'm bad at stand up because I I, I feel like. I'm too honest. Yeah. And I hate repeating myself. I do too. And, and so when I, I tell a story, I'm a terrible storyteller because I'm like, so the other day, I well, no, I guess this was uh, like a month and a half. Of, oh, God, no. Wait, yeah, yeah, when yeah. was yeah. mom's birthday was? Okay, so two and a half months ago. You know, and it's just like, they don't care about those fucking details. I know, but I like, know. in my brain, I'm like, Tell the truth, Cole. That's a lie. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I have that compounded with improv training, mm-hmm. which is always which is and it's macho Chicago improv training, Del mm-hmm. Close improv training, which is you, you if you say it once, you shouldn't say it again. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You came up with a character that was, and in in many ways, it's it's 
almost adolescent in its anti-commercialism. You know, like you came up with a great character. Now you can't do it again. I mean, yeah. And if you're just going to be doing shows in Chicago, okay. But out in the real world, like, no, if you come across something good. I I know. I remember seeing when I saw like one of my, my successful friends doing material that I'd already seen and it killing and it being better than the time before when I had seen it, I was like, you you're allowed to yeah yeah to do it twice yeah yeah. (laughs) like or three or four hundred times yeah the time Um, the the time when it really got in the way of my life was when i started like when i started working and then i would have to do press things and yeah you get asked especially like junkets for a movie where you go and it's two days of the same questions over and over and over and i would say i would Tell, you know, they'd ask me, uh, an, like, how was it on set or whatever? Why? How did mm-hmm. it come to this? And I would have a story. And then the next fucking dipshit would come in and be like, so tell ask me how same. this happened. And I would <laughs> and I would feel like, well, I have to say it different. And I know it took, yeah. you know, a couple of years where I'm like, stupid. Say the yeah. same. Sh- what the fuck? Say the same. Yeah. shit. Nobody ever sees this stuff, you know? Right. Right. Like, you know, no one sees it. It doesn't even if they did, they wouldn't be like, yeah, hey, right. You said it was fun on set twice. <laughs> right. Exactly. What an asshole. Yeah. 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 Hack. I yeah. know. I know. Yeah. That, uh, but yeah, yeah I, I totally understand. Like, yeah, you just not wanting to repeat yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but but also I wanted to say, like, the other thing that I loved about about doing the special in your apartment is not only was it sort of like made complete artistic sense. And COVID, mm-hmm. why you did it, it was extra crazy. It made yeah. it was like it gave this whole air of like Miss Habersham insanity yeah. to the whole thing. Yeah. Which was so fantastic. And and I mean, because that's kind of even on stage, it kind of has a bit of a like a, a a performing a monologue for yourself kind of thing. I the 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 when I was um four, I my mom got me a one of those you know, tape recorders with a microphone attached. And I would just lock myself in my bedroom and talk and talk and sing and make up stories into it. Sometimes with a tape in there recording it, most times not. It just like, (laughs) just like I loved hearing my voice come out of that tiny little speaker. And I, and like, that has always been like the, the, the feeling that I, I sort of chase when I'm, performing or yeah. that i like to like yeah i can see that because it's yeah. the most fun for me yeah yeah and if it's fun for me then you know yeah and also someone too, might like it <laughs> the the you're i mean i i don't uh, unless i'm but like your two sort of most indelible television characters are your character on difficult people mm-hmm. and then cassie on amy sedaris's show yeah and yeah. and those both are so fucking funny and must be so much fun to play for yeah. kind of different reasons. I mean, they're both sort of self-involved assholes. Yes. But, you yeah. know, but Which is always fun to oh play. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. But, like, especially – what was the name of your character on Difficult People? Matthew. 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 Holy yeah. shit. Matthew was, like, the worst person on earth. Worst person. And it was, like, like – I'm all I'm always auditioning for like those the gay role the you know the gay receptionist right, like right. excuse who are you here to see yeah. like and this was sort of a uh, this character 
it was safe to play up the stereotype of that because um, the character was awful and there were yeah. other gay characters in the show. So right, it wasn't exactly. like it's a very I safe, had to be the soul. A very yeah. safe space. You're not carrying yeah. all of homosexuality on yeah. your shoulders. Yeah. 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 It was through a, a very like self-aware lens. And so it was fun to just wear a boy from Oz show jacket and like <laughs> flip my scarf in people's faces. Yeah. And never know? do any work, you know, and never do any work. Yeah. 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 I love, I love workplace comedies yeah. where it's like, but they don't, I also, they don't lo- do I also love too that like, and it's, it's just like some of the best characters. It, it's sort of, for me, like all of Chris Elliott's career was yeah. the absolute useless idiot who is the high status character of the whole thing. You know, like yeah. he's like in his it, like and you were that character. He's yeah, he's the highest status person there. No mm-hmm. one can tell him what to do. And, right. And and he's just a, a waste of space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in terms Absolutely. of every other character's life, he's just just like he's an amusement, but mostly he's yeah. kind of like at times even gets in the way of the forward progress of the group. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So funny. And that's, and Julie wrote that for you kind of Julie and, and, and Billy wrote that for you. Julie wrote it. Um, Julie. And uh, I, I got the part because I happened to be in LA when they did a table read and um, I'm not sure if she wrote it with me in mind, but. um, Oh, somewhere in my research, it said that it said, maybe I, I, I think I've heard her say that too. And I'm, I'm just being modest and saying like, well, no, I'm, I'm sure she couldn't have written it. She might be like, um, she might be lying. She might be lying. Yeah, yeah. You know she... what? She's a liar. <laughs> I'm calling her out here. I want to start a, a feud right now with Julie Klausner. with Julie about whether or not she wrote that part with me in mind. <laughs> well, she knows how delicate you are. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that you need how much yeah. you need, need, need. Yeah. Um, but that was fun, and that was like the first time I got to be in a writer's room too on that show. And oh, like, that's great. Then, yeah, yeah. What was that like? How do? How was? Was that? Because I mean, you'd worked with with Jeffrey, you know, kind of yeah. collaboratively, and 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 was that kind of right. it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. And then, uh, you know, everything seems so intimidating until you get in there and you realize, oh, this is just people. Yeah, <laughs> like these are just people doing that. Like, you know, I, I you, you get a finished script and you look at it and it's all formatted correctly, and you're like. Uh, oh, all these abbreviations, like, oh, why why is cut two on the other side of the pit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, like, I don't know any of that. I'm an, I, I can't be a writer. And then you get in and it's like, the writers don't even do the formatting. You don't and it's have like People to, yeah. coming up with ideas. Yeah. So that was, that was an eye-opening experience. It's also, for me, like, one of the primal reasons for doing what, like, sit around be funny with funny people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And get paid for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's just, and that's not to be Pollyanna-ish because you're creating a product. Sure. You know, but, but it is, but it is like, wow, it's just, and so much fun, you know? Yeah. When I got like uh, writing on Amy's show, like almost every night I would leave that, that room and I would go like, wow, I just got to spend, hours laughing with like one of my heroes like yeah, that yeah. I, that's incredible yeah so yeah. yeah yeah well um do you uh, what do you see like life 
I, I have a hard time seeing life past COVID. I think about like what it's going to be and what my plans are and, and, yeah. you know, and I, whether, you know, and there are days and I'm like, I am going to come out of this thing. Guns blazing. Look <laughs> out Hollywood. And then yeah. there's other days yeah. where I just think like, well, maybe I'll just retire. You know, <laughs> I, uh, my mind is in retirement right now. I'm, I'm looking at, I, I can't afford to buy anything, but I'm looking at real estate in um, the Scottish Highlands. I'm looking at <laughs> castles for sale. I really am every day. Are they I'm cheap? Like, well, are they cheap? Y- you could buy a castle there for the price of a house in LA. Wow. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. 1.2 or yeah. like, you know. But there's a, no a there's no plumbing and it's 6 hours from a grocery store. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like how impre- my because my fantasy is buying a castle in the Scottish Highlands. You know, like, and and inviting people to like, oh, I have this place in the country. Come stay with me. It's it's cute. This cute little place. Like, I, I, there's there's space for you. And then having them come up a two mile driveway to like a castle and acting like, right. like, oh, I'm sorry, it's a little cold, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? And then just yeah. jo- huge herds of miniature ponies running around. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every room yeah. covered in mirrors. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's really like I, I really can't picture next like between next year and ten years from now. Like my mind is or ten years, like I'm gonna retire it at forty three. Yeah. Um but I, I mean I'd love to, but that's where my, my brain is going right now. Is are you are you working on things? Scotland. I mean you're are you uh sort of yeah. like you know, I, I was working on things before this started and then uh, like writing projects that came to a stopping point and it's you know i could work on something i'm uh mostly i'm watching a lot of lectures on um historical i'm watching a lot of historical lectures like i'm watching a 24 part lecture on the year 1215 right now wow Um, you jerk off to weird stuff I do. I certainly do. And I and I, you you bet I don't come until they mention the fourth Lateran Council. Absolutely not. I wait. I now, how do you how thing. do you how do you come upon I mean I come upon how do you how yeah. do you decide like how does this start to happen that you're watching these incredibly minute it's detailed so, lectures? It's just like um you know, it's like I I love the crown. I love a boring mood like historical period thing and then you know i run out of the crown i watch wolf hall i run out of those episodes i'm looking for other similar things i watch a documentary on youtube then i find i uh there's a lecture series on the year 1066 on this website the great courses plus so i watch that um and then you know then i'm like this is really comforting to watch it's the great courses plus is like if Masterclass didn't fuck or have nice clothes, <laughs> it's yeah. whereas Masterclass is very like slick and sexy. Yeah, there's lots of um, editing tricks and it's stuff. Yeah. Editing tricks. The Great Courses Plus is a camera in a room with a college professor who has never been more excited to talk to you about the Norman Qu- Conquest. Yeah, yeah. And they shouldn't be on camera. This person should not be ever be on camera. They're stumbling over their words, but it's endearing and it's like they love what they're talking about yeah. and so and i don't remember any facts like i'll maybe remember two facts every like that's what i was gonna lectures. ask because yeah. i do, yeah i don't think i could yeah. yeah 
But I feel when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, now I know that. I'm right, quite right. smart. Look at me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll show those people about that who talk about not going to college. I'm going to college <laughs> right now. Yeah. At the yeah. University of COVID. Um, yeah, yep. Well, so, that, I mean, because that's kind of, you know, the two uh, the the gimmick of this thing and the three questions is like, you know, yeah. where are you going? And I mean, but you yeah. just, are you just... I feel, I feel like, like the world's on pause, you know? So And also, um, I, I was talking to Amy, and uh, she was saying, like, this is the time to explore. And, I, and, you know, like, there are times when I feel creative bursts. I felt one when I made that special, and now I feel like I'm... Uh, I'm collecting information that and i don't know what i'm gonna do with it yet but i just have to follow what i like and trust that eventually i'll be like oh i'm gonna write a sketch show about the plague or you know something yeah, and then yeah, all yeah. of that information will come in handy yeah, yeah. i hope yeah yeah wow. um well it, this is uh, we're, you know i don't want to keep any more this has been really uh delightful uh, Thanks. I'm so yeah, glad we got for to me too. Yeah, I'm so glad we got yeah. to this extended chance to talk because I really have yeah. been enjoying your stuff uh, for as long. And I ha- I never saw the logo show, so I have to go back and watch some of those. That would be it's almost unwatchable. Is it really? I mean, it's, it's hard to find. Well, the quality is just so bad. And right. It's like because it was we didn't have sound. We didn't have equipment. And, yeah. Um, but like the fun. sound, the sound is bad and stuff like yeah, that. The yeah, the sound yeah, is yeah. really bad, and it's like, ouch, it yeah. like hurts. Well, still, I to, think it'd be. Yeah. I, I mean, it would. You know, I, I, I don't definitely you dare. Will. I will. You can't <laughs> okay. stop okay. me from fine, watching fine. what I want. Um, but well, what's? I mean, what do you think the point of all of it is? You know, what do you? Um, what do you? Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> That's how uh. things get that's uh, how things get I don't, weird um i don't know i don't know what the point is uh, except to to keep watching that to keep watching that lecture series <laughs> <laughs> well i mean do you have like a philosophy do you do people say to you do people talk to you and say like you know what's your advice what do you you know i mean whether it's professional uh, or it's personal or i feel like like uh I, I don't know. It, it always feels masturbatory to be like, this is the quality I love about myself. But yeah. like, one thing that I'm uh, like relieved I have is like, I, I really am the most important barometer for myself in terms of like the work that I create. Like I, you know, I've been, I've put out stuff in the past couple years that like, I just like, wasn't that, happy with and like I, I don't know like it, it's just so you know the special that I, I made like it's not like it blew up or like it's getting me millions of jobs but like I'm so proud of it that I'm like I know that like that is like I, I'm just so pleased that it turned out the way that I had hoped it had turn, would yeah. turn out when I yeah. started it and that is so I'm so glad that I have that I'm my main goal is always to fulfill like myself. I think, I hope I, you know, as somebody who's 20 ish years older than you, if not, how old are you? Seven. 33, 33. I knew it. Same age as Jesus when he died. Um, (laughs) uh, I am, I'm, I am 20 years older than you. And I will tell Mm -hmm. you the fact that you are 
coming upon that notion of I did this thing. It was a lot of work and you know, it's not setting the world on fire, but I'm really proud of it. And it's, yeah. And it is, and it's not like it was a failure, you know I mean? It's no, no. people saw it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it will have. It exists uh, forever online. It's it, not like, a, you know, and, and there are people that saw it that will give you jobs. There are people yeah. that saw it that will want to work with you. And there are people that saw it that will then see something else that you're in and go, Oh, I remember that. That's that guy that did that. <laughs> that YouTube special in his apartment and, and it will matter. But the main thing is, is that you just like, you spent some of your time on earth doing something that was fruitful and satisfying and fulfilling to you. And that the fact that you're coming on that, that you figured that out at 33 and it, you know, means I can, I can retire at 43. No, I don't think you should. I don't think you should. I think you're going to, you know, how, I mean, cause you're going to get to the end of those lectures and then what? (laughs) you're right well i need to learn how to season a cast iron skillet that's next on the list that's easy you (sighs) you 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 say that in a 350 degree oven Uh you take the skillet you cover it with it could be a light coating of well you can do it on the stove you start with uh shortening or i like to use ghee because i'm a a big adherent of ghee kind of coat the inside of it get it coated dump out any excess and then put it Mm -hmm. in that three put a put a, a sheet of paper towels or a pan underneath yeah. it and heat it upside down in that 350-degree oven for eh, half huh. an hour or more. Okay. And, that, and then that will create the seasoning. And then and then you just don't – you don't scrub it with abrasives and you don't right. wash it with soap. Right. So. <sighs> well, I, then now – yeah, then now I am done. I don't yeah, know what yeah. else after the go, lecture then. Go back to yeah. college. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Get your degree yeah. in something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Floor, floral arranging. Thank um, you. Yeah. Hi, hi lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things. Yeah. Um, well, Cola Scola, thank you so much uh, thank for taking you. some time and being on the and gracing this uh, podcast with your. Um, I don't know, it's not really wisdom, I guess. Uh, your your essence. Yeah, your joie. Yeah. Your joie. Yeah. You're just your general joie. Your, your joie Peace. general. Thank you. Um, and please come up to the castle. I will. Sometime. I will. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm going to I'm going to bring some really obnoxious friends with me. I'm going to trash that. <laughs> I fucker. can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I I hope that we uh, can uh, get together face to face at some point soon. And I hope, you know, nothing but the best for you. And thank Thanks. you so much. Thanks, Andy. And thank all of you out there for listening, and we will get back at you next time with Three Questions. I've got a big, big love for you. The Three Questions with Andy Richter is a Team Coco and Earwolf production. It's produced by me, Kevin Bartelt, executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Chris Bannon and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, associate produced by Jen Samples and Golit Sahayek, and engineered by Will Beckton. And if you haven't already, make sure to rate and review The Three Questions with Andy Richter on Apple Podcasts. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. 
Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.